Welcome to another episode of Let's Talk About It Anyway, the podcast where you take uncomfortable conversation and put them into your comfort zone. Enjoy. You never actually imagine yourself at this age, or at any age really, you just You think of the future as a given or something that will just come. But you don't really actually take it very seriously. At least I never did. You always wanted to like live in the moment or just stress about the daily things. But if I knew then what I know now I seriously don't know. I seriously do not know what would have happened. Life would have been different, I suppose. I think I had to go through all that. You know, the years, the experiences, the ups, the downs, everything. You have to go through it, learn from it, use it, carry it with you. And then... You get to a point where you realize that it's never too late to be great. I can do this. I seriously have done everything else, it feels like. So here I am, going to actually be a little more self-confident, put myself out there, and have had enough experience to know that you do not die from embarrassment. You do not keel over or throw up when you do something outside of your comfort zone. So maybe it took a long time. Maybe people figure it out before I did. I'm not sure. I just know that my skin is getting more comfortable even though it's a little bit saggier than it used to be. And it's been used and abused by childbirth and child rearing and, you know, stress and environment and getting to here. But seriously, it's never too late. Welcome to the podcast. I am so excited about this one. Um, I decided to actually go out of my comfort zone and go ask some really awesome ladies to have a conversation with me. Um, So you could listen to um, things about getting out of your comfort zone and making some changes in life that you were so like apprehensive to do, but all of a sudden you have one of those moments where it's, it's now, it's now or never. I have to make some changes. This is my aha. And, um, you know, pretty much just open the door and go streaking, you know, letting it all kind of like hang out. Not really, but so this episode, I hope you really enjoy it. Um, it is never too late to be great. 
uh, at the age of 50, I find that I am a lot braver than I used to be, but I also see things a little more clearer than I used to. And I have less things holding me back that I don't recognize. I'm not sure if, if you're able to relate, but like in your 20s and 30s, you have a lot of, what would I call like junk, <laughs> uh, mental junk, you know, uh, things that really kind of you store inside your brain. And these are things that convince yourself that you aren't able to do things, that you have a place in life, that you are to do this and, or that. And you, you don't have like a big view of things. Things are like laid out in a specific plan. Um, one lady that I learned from that you can, you know, it's never too late was my mom. So she started, she was a stay-at-home mom for many, many years. And then uh, in her 30s, actually, went out to work outside of the house part-time. And then it came to a point where she had to work because she was the only one bringing the money in and supporting three kids. So at 45, she went back to school. She went back to college and became a, a licensed practical nurse and started working for the VON and doing house visits. Uh, loved it. It was like she was meant to do it. It was like she did it her entire life. It was like a, a second nature to her. But everything that got into the way, like at the beginning or maybe not just in your way, but the path that you had to learn from to get to there. But we seem to have it in our heads that, you know, 50 is too late, or in your 40s, how can you change your life so drastically? Or, you know, you can't teach old dogs new tricks. Things that are like embedded into your social upbringing, things that surround you. So, these wonderful ladies said yes to come and talk to me today. And um, the first one actually is from my hometown. Um, a little younger than me, but not much. And has gone through, you know, family and different life changes and everything. And has started to really look outside her comfort zone, but building a new comfort zone. And getting really good at being comfortable in her own skin. My first guest today is um, Tracy. Uh, she's a wife, mother, daughter, aunt, and grandmother, uh, which is amazing. Uh, she just turned 50. And she has now been diving into um, building her own at-home business. And um, 
I welcome her with open arms and this is so exciting. How are you? Good. How Thank are you? you? I'm good. How are you? I'm very good. Good. So I invited you on to um, my podcast yep. for a little conversation about um, making changes later in life. Makes it sound really old, but, (laughs) (laughs) you know, it's like, you know, over the hill kind of thing. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you a few questions on um, why you decided to start uh, doing your own business. Perfect. Yeah. So what were you doing? Have you do, were you doing a business before? Um, so I've done a couple of direct sales, uh, companies. I started actually when I was like 20, um, I started it with Pampered Chef Mm -hmm. and of course, you know, life happened and I was 20, so that didn't stick. (laughs) If I knew now what I knew that, or if I, if I knew then what I know now though, boy. Um, yeah. And I, I, I was with a couple other ones. One of them actually, uh, went under, it was one of my favorite ones. And then <laughs> one of them I just got out of for personal reasons. Um, yeah. So I never thought I would do another one. Actually. I said no to any more until money. <laughs> <laughs> and what was, what was about this company that, um, gave you the confidence to go back? Uh, so I, I started actually my hairdresser got me onto it. I went to get my hair done one day and, um, she didn't say anything about the products. She just did her normal routine. And, you know, when I got home, I'm kind of like, yo, my hair feels kind of different. Um, it was a little softer. It was a little fuller. So, um, and I'm good friends with her. So I'd actually text her and I said, was there something different that you did with my hair routine today? And she told me, she goes, well, let me tell you. (laughs) So that started the conversation and I said, oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I, I, I just kind of took the leap. Uh, I liked the products right off the bat. So, um, my, my, my kind of reasoning for staying with it has kind of changed over the time since I've, it's been about three years since I've been there. Right. Um, the, my love of the products hasn't changed at all. Um, but I've got to learn so much more over the three years. So I've kind of gone up and down, up and down with the business right. and I'm kind of at an all time high right now. Um, yeah. So first I love the products. I love the founders. Um, they base the business on gratitude and giving back. So I really like that. Um, the compensation plan is above any other ones that I've ever been involved with. Uh, they, they literally give back uh, 50% of the sales to their market partners. So oh, I really, this, I, isn't, this isn't your like um, full-time job though. Uh, you do this on the side? I do this on the side. Yes. So full-time. Okay. Yes. I'm a, a commercial commercial insurance broker. Um, okay. Yeah. But this is my passion. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's like, you know, to get rid of the full-time job and into this exactly. passion thing. Yeah, exactly. I, I, okay. came to, I came to a point where I was, so I, I was three years in and I'm just turned 50, but um, I had been through two divorces. Uh, my daughter was grown and out of the house. Um, I did find, you know, the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. We bought a house together 10 years ago. So I just kind of wanted something for me, like just for me. So 
and this filled all it ticked all the boxes for me um I'll tell you about one of my first, very first events with Monate. Mm -hmm. um, I did a bingo with one of the other other market partners. And so we just invited a bunch of people to this bingo and I had no idea what to expect. And actually two of my uplines flew in from BC to be at this event just to support us because we were so new in the business. So that for me spoke volumes. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> like if they're flying in from BC, they're expecting like great things from me. Right. So that kind of, that kind of up my game, um, a little bit and it just like the support and, and, you know, the, from the upline is just amazing. So I've met a lot of, a lot of beautiful people that will be in my life for the rest of my life for, because of this business. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So that I think for me kept me in it is just, just the the group of people and and the camaraderie and you know you, you, they say you you know you find your tribe and you love it and you stick with it and I think that's what I did, I've done, yeah my tribe oh, keeps awesome. growing so. <laughs> what is um, what was your fear? going into this and how, how did you overcome? Because I noticed that you've been doing like a lot of uh, Facebook live um, things that are kind of pushing your comfort zone. Sitting <laughs> here talking to me in my pajamas. Um, you know, that kind of those, thing. those lives, let me tell you, it took some getting used to <laughs> and still with everyone, probably, you know, it, it, you still have that, you know, as soon as you hit that go live, you're live and it doesn't matter, but you know what? I love it because I, it, it's me and mm -hmm. faults and all. Right. So, but I will say, so what, some of the things that, that may have held me back or my, the fears of getting into it, um, obviously my age, I'm like, do I really mm. want to take something on new when I'm just about to turn 50? Right. Right. And, and can I do it? Can I, you know, can I be that person? You know, um, I, I have a, fear of I, I guess it's not rejection but if if somebody came to me and tried the products and was like you know oh, my hair's falling out or you know I have an uh, irritation with my skin like I'd just be like oh like I had that fear of because let's face it it's not it's not a something that you sell that you can see and you can touch really right. You, and, have to, and you have to wait for the results. Exactly. So I'm like, that was a fear for me. Um, I And then over time, I guess I just, I knew the strength of the product. I just had to have faith in myself. And mm -hmm. once, once the two came together, um, I guess that was just my defining moment. I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm in this. I'm doing this. Yeah. I find that at 50, it's uh you kind of like, you know, like, did I miss the boat? You know, like, should I start something new? Yeah. And am I too old to be doing this? And um, that quickly has gone away or has been slowly going away. Uh, absolutely. Like, so, of course, when I'd see like testimonies and other other women doing it, and this goes for any any of direct sales business, they're all young and they're beautiful and they got flowy hair. And it's just like, <laughs> well, of course, it's easy for you to sell this. Like, look at you, you know, 
regardless of what it is. So that was a little bit of a fear for me too. Um, yeah, I'm not that young, you know, vibrant, beautiful, but I'm me and I accept yes. that. Yeah, that's a hard thing to do at this age. Well, it's not a hard thing to do at this age. It's a hard thing to do before you get to this age. Exactly. Yes, but, I agree. But for some reason, it just kind of clicked and there is no real alternative. You know, you have to face it. <laughs> exactly. And I agree. It, it just seems to like overnight, you just, I'm, I'm definitely not the person I was in my 20s, my 30s or my 40s. Um, but I like this version. I love this version, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I, I find it at the first, when you first like go into your 50s, it was sort of like, um, like, holy crap. I didn't know this was 50. Yeah. It seems like everything happens overnight too. It's like, okay, how can I, why can't I see that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, why am I so tired all of a sudden? Like it (laughs) literally happens overnight. Yeah. And then it's just, uh, okay, I'll guess I'll deal with this now. And exactly. So, um, another thing is what would you give to somebody, um, that's, that wants to make a change in their life. I mean, not just about, you know, the company that you're in, but how to kind of like just overcome the obstacles and kind of jump in. So I guess some of the lessons that I've learned in the last three years um, is you're never too old to start something new. You just, Mm. just do it. Like if you want to, I don't know, like take Spanish lessons or try a spin class or crochet just do it I would say don't even hesitate just do it you've got nothing to lose um some of the other lessons I have learned um I be just be grateful every day be grateful every day for what you have um take time for yourself uh do what brings you joy um yeah I I've learned so much um I would say never count on somebody else's happiness to make your, or somebody else to make your happy, your world happy. That's a good one. Um, make your, make your own world happy, you know, do what makes you happy. Um, yeah, I guess in one, another big thing I would say is if opportunity comes along, it's the universe talking to you and just take that opportunity. That's great. Yeah. Uh, so where do you see yourself? Like, what do you imagine yourself like? to five years from now? I imagine myself um, very much the same as what I'm doing. Um, but I, I, I don't know. My advice for myself is, I guess, you don't have to be the best or at the top of the list. If that's where I'm aiming, that's great. Um, I believe in the process. Um, I believe in myself. So I, I see myself walking some runways with some titles in two to three years for sure. Awesome. Yeah. That's big stuff. That's big stuff. <laughs> um, would you be able to go onto stage or in front of like a large group and talk? Had you asked me this even probably two years ago, I, I would have said no. Um, now... Absolutely. I I had, I guess one of my, my life changing moments or one of my aha moments, if you want to call it, is Mm -hmm. I went to, so 
we travel quite a bit, but I've never traveled by myself. I've never gone to an airport by myself. I've never, like, that is really out of my comfort zone for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and two years ago, I went to a convention in Washington, D.C. And I got myself in the car, drove myself to Toronto, two hours from where I live, um, faced my fears, and I traveled to D.C. by myself. Um, but there were, when I got there, the women in this, like, because it was just full of convention. So it was a life-changing moment for me. It was this huge group of women coming together. You didn't necessarily know anybody, but you were all there for the same reason. And you were all there to lift each other up and you were all there to learn. And it was, it was a changing moment in my life. I, I saw speakers um, speak up on the stage that, you know, I thought, geez, I, I would love to do that. Could I do that? And I think now I can. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's just kind of learning from example, you know, like just kind of immersing yourself into a situation um, and kind of like, you know, say, screw it. I'm just going to do it. And Well, and I think even the little steps that I've taken, like the lives or having, um, you know, like a conference call with, a, you know, a couple, two or three other people, um, I get off the phone and I'm like, I didn't die. <laughs> like <Yeah>. nothing <laughs> bad happened. In fact, yeah. you know, you, I left feeling really good and uplifted and yeah, so it, it, it's baby steps for sure. But I think once you get there, you know, you're there. Yeah. You have to kind of jump in because I think the fear of getting there, like the whole journey up and t- to that point is the scariest part. Exactly. So once you're there, it's like, hey, I'm no turning back. And yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you know, nobody's laughing at me. Nobody's, you know, it's, it's, it's great. Yeah. It's, and I think like self building self-confidence and um, it is sort of practice. You have to put yourself out there to see what happens and stop putting like everything into your head. You know? Exactly. And I think the biggest thing is you, you can't worry about what other people think. Yeah. You, you can only trust in yourself and, and trust in, you know, that you're making, even if you make an impact on one person, like if, if I could give any advice, like I have a daughter who's 25 and I have two granddaughters that are four and one. And even if they, I know my daughter has already told me she sees such a change in me and such self-confidence. And to me, that's everything because if I can teach her that or at least put it out there so she can see it and my granddaughters, then to me, that's amazing. Oh yeah. It's um, one thing with like, my daughters are, how old are they? (laughs) One's 25 (laughs) and one's (laughs) 27, but uh, totally different people. And I'm not a very outgoing person. No one probably had ever heard me speak before. (laughs) Yeah. And um, I wish for them to be me now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I would never want them to be, to feel the way I did at 25. 100%. Yeah. It's like, just grab the, you know, grab it by the balls and go. Like, just do it. (laughs) 
Yeah, if you could just if you could just make them right, but and I'm the same. I was the same with you. I was never an outgoing person. Like I was that person to go to a party or a gathering um, if I would even follow through with the commitment. And I would sit in a chair and I wouldn't move from that chair. Like if somebody came to talk to me, that's great. Um, you know, I would talk, but I wouldn't get up. And now I'm that person that goes to a function and I never sit down. So it's just, it's, it's, it's all in the confidence. It's all in. Yeah. Yeah. I wish like I, you know, could give, you know, like the secret sauce of, you know, building self-confidence. And I don't know if it comes from years, you know, like learned years. I think it, I think it does a lot. Um, I've also read quite a few books. Um, Jen Sincero, I love her. Um, Her books are amazing. And it's all about, it's all about you and self-care and, and just owning what you do and owning yourself. And, and so that has helped too. Um, I listen to those in the car on the way to work or whatever. So. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm going to do um, a follow-up like I usually do yep. um, where I'll put together a blog post okay. that will go, that will go with this conversation also. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, anybody who's listening will be able to gonna go and check out more of your story. Okay. And um, we'll see how many people we can kind of, you know, boost up. That's great. And I think if I had to say one more thing, it would be mm-hmm. don't don't be afraid to meet new people. Oh, yeah. The world's full of amazing people and you never know who or what who's going to bring what to your life. So, don't oh, be afraid exactly. to meet new people. Yeah. Okay, I will let you go. Okay. And thank you very much for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye, Tatya. I'm excited to talk with this um, this wonderful lady, uh, Barb. She's a transformational life coach. Um, enjoying what she does has really grown into this role in her life. Um, she's been married for 36 years, has two grown children, uh, lives in Ontario. Uh, she really enjoys helping people, and, and she is a joy to talk with. Okay. So, um, how are you this morning? Uh, I'm doing real well. <laughs> Good. Considering, yes. <laughs> I, uh, I'm surrounded by dogs that are very active and very noisy. <laughs> um, That's good. So, what do, you, what do you tell people that you do for a living? I tell them that I am a transformational life coach. And that I, I work with women who are feeling stuck and aren't sure where they want to, where they want to go. Oh. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. Um, do you mostly just do like in your area or are you online also? I have, uh, I've had people from as far as England. I do a lot of virtual. We do, uh, over the phone. We do, um, kind of like a Skype or messenger. So yeah, I can, I can help anybody anywhere. (laughs) You're all over the place. Um, so why did you pick this? 
why did I pick this? It, yeah. It's kind of interesting. I'm not sure what order it happened, but I went through some pretty heavy personal um, issues and challenges a few years back. And once I overcame everything, it was very clear to me that um, other women might be kind of dealing with, with similar uh, situations, and I felt a literal, for lack of a better word, a literal calling. It became a passion that I that I learned uh, what I need to do in order to be able to help women, women, so that they don't have to suffer. I I didn't know where to turn. I I call it suffering in silence because right. we as women think we can handle everything <laughs> and until all of a sudden we we kind of can't and yeah <laughs> yeah so and that's the hard part is trying to accept the fact that we're not you know super women <laughs> well it, you know what exactly and one of the things because i i know that um you know since a relatively young age, from my 20s, I know that, you know, we've all uh, overcome different challenges and I've, I've done a lot of personal uh, self-growth and development and been able to, to deal with many things. But unfortunately, I was in my 50s when, mm-hmm. when this happened and I didn't even realize what was happening until almost, I don't know, maybe a year later and then I fell very very hard and was in depression and yeah it was it was not good right and uh, I I just I couldn't understand how that could happen to me like oh my god I'm one of the most optimistic people in the whole world and I just I had no understanding of how it could happen and uh, that's where I thought oh my gosh I need to I need to be able to reach out if women are are suffering (laughs) hurting they just, you know, we go through so many things and we just, we just go through it. We just deal with it. We handle it. And, you know, you're a mom, you're a wife, you're, you work, you, you just, you're constantly dealing with things. And um, pretty soon there's nothing left. There's no coping skills. There's no ability to be able to, uh, to handle things anymore. Yeah. Alone time becomes a different meaning altogether. <laughs> So how did you get over the fear of starting something new? I, um, boy, oh boy, (laughs) this is something that, um, I learned. How did I get over the fear? I'm still learning how to get over fear. Um, but one of the biggest things was I challenged myself to actually get on stage because I used to suffer with uh, horrible anxiety attacks and I wanted to try to overcome them. And I thought, hey, you know what? Why don't you audition and get on stage? And well, anyway, I did. (laughs) And after, after it was all done, I, something happened to me and I went, oh my God, I I did this. There isn't anything I can't do in the whole world. (laughs) And that's it. (laughs) That's, that was my biggest moment in, in overcoming something. Yeah, I find that like just practicing um, being afraid 
and find and then actually doing it and then realizing that it didn't kill you so I could do it again exactly oh my, right <laughs> I, I know uh, that's one of my, my biggest things that I that I try to challenge myself on is going okay you know what just you just got to do it and you got to just wait and see what the outcome is yeah and it is something that I try to encourage my clients to do because we miss out on so much yeah hiding from our fear <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm afraid of heights, but you know what? One of my things that I want to do now, and I'm going to do it, is that that slide. What's it called? The um, you know when you zoom across zip line, lining. Like I am going to do it. Good for you. <laughs> you go right ahead. <laughs> I need to do it. Yeah, you should be exciting. Well, take video. <laughs> yes. I, I think it will be, but it's still, it's, you know, I still have to overcome that, that fear of heights. Right. But I'm promising myself that I'm, that I'm going to do it. Awesome. So where do you see yourself, like, in two years from now? Like, where, where do you envision this going? Oh, that's, that's a really, really good question. I, I want to... I just want to be um, a, a really positive influence and try to, um, I want to get on stage. I want to uh, grow my, my coaching business that I have um, right now. Is, is, it's just me, and I'm actually trying to uh, collaborate with another woman. So we're trying to create something. I want to, to really create uh, a community and environment that women feel really safe to be able to uh, to just say what their fears are and, and how to to make a better life and how to feel good. For me, it's about feeling joy. Every day, I feel joy now. Good. I never had that before. That's awesome. Um, do you practice like a, a gratitude or journaling? journaling? <laughs> uh, yes. Gratitude is huge. Every night... And every morning, I lay very still, and I'm grateful for what um, the day, what happened in my day, and I just, I'll lay in the morning, and I'll just be grateful for being, I'm grateful for for everything, from the smallest things of just being able to to get up. (laughs) (laughs) I have, uh, I have a few physical things. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia and I think that's something that you experience. Yep. And so every day if I'm if I'm feeling pretty good, I'm very grateful for that. Yes. <laughs> um so what what advice would you give um somebody that like you ten years ago, but somebody in that position ten years ago? Oh my goodness. I guess the biggest advice is, is don't don't is it don't feel so proud is that the word um find somebody when i was when i was in that place of of i just really didn't know what was happening to me i didn't reach out to my friends i was afraid i was afraid of of being judged for being weak right. and uh, i think that's a struggle that a lot of women deal with mm-hmm. and we want to be able to handle it all and what I 
want to say to women is don't wait until it gets to that point where you really believe you're a crazy person. Because <laughs> you're not. <laughs> but Celebrate your crazy. Don't make it into a, a um, disability. Oh, that's good. Yes, exactly. Because seriously, you just you just don't understand why you can't handle things. You don't understand why you're 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 blowing up, or you're not physically blowing up, but you're just um, like you just have no patience. Right. I know that for my husband. I think it must have been really hard because I just would have a I would have anger, I guess, and I didn't know what to do with it. So he got the brunt of it. Ah. Yeah, I have little bursts of just frustration here and there, but it's mostly I identify it with my menopause cuz it's Okay. cuz yeah. it's new and it's I actually almost laugh at myself when I look at myself doing it cuz it's not me. You know, usually I'm just like, you know, well, I don't give a shit. <laughs> but I would just oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. things would just get on my nerves and I'm like, "Oh, that's weird." <laughs> Yeah, but it's yeah. I I just I don't know. I just know that um, dealing with the menopause and all that. Yeah, I definitely had some of that. But this was really different. Like there was zero coping ability. Right. It was it was to the point where yeah, if there was one more thing that you had to deal with, you just didn't know what was going to happen. And I was I was definitely at that point. Like there was nothing that I could cope with. So I I really at that point um, should have either reached out to my doctor or somebody, and I didn't. And and so, then I just ended up in a in, not in a good place. So what was the turning point? What was your aha? Uh, like really. Seriously, seriously, <laughs> I did end up in the hospital. Okay. And I ended up there because I kind of figured that I was <laughs> I was too much of a burden to live with. Okay. So, but so you put yourself there. I put myself there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because it was it wasn't safe for me because I was I was really having these uh, pretty horrific uh, thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I didn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't gonna. It wasn't gonna end well. <laughs> and uh, so that was my point. That was that was the turning point for me. Was to realize that I had gotten so far down that I didn't know how to get myself back up. So then I did start working with my own coaches, and I did start learning that what I had done was I I put every single person before myself. Right. And I and I lost I, I personally lost who I was. So in the ten years I've been married thirty six years now and um you know, it's it's always ups and downs and it's the, the biggest roller coaster ride of your life. And um I I totally lost who I was. I did not know who I was anymore. Okay. But was to the point of even trying to make a decision. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, you can't even decide where you want to go and eat. Yeah. So after you kind of like shut down and you realize that this is bottom and the only way out is for you to help you. That's right. And that, and that is exactly um, what started happening. It was, I wasn't looking to, to anybody else. It was solely 
up to me, and I had to discover how to uh, what would make me happy and how do I go about doing that, and that's what I learned. And learning to, to to love every little aspect of myself, the good, the bad, the ugly. Right. I I grew so much in my in my ability to um, to learn boundaries. I didn't have boundaries. I just I just did. I even you know when you do things and you're thinking, oh my god, I really don't want to, but you do it yeah. anyway. Yes. So, and that's women. I mean, that's what we do. Yeah, just kind of like follow along and by a playbook that we didn't write. There's nothing wrong with it, but we have to learn that we can only give and give, but when we're not being filled back up, right? Oh, yes. If you you put a plant in the corner and you just leave it and you don't water it and nurture it, what happens? Oh, you're supposed to water those things? (laughs) Withering away. So that's my analogy to what I kind of allowed happen to myself was I wasn't filling myself up and it's not anybody's responsibility. It's not my husband's responsibility, but yet I would blame him because I wasn't happy. Right. It's like, oh my God. So I just learned that that was totally on me and I, uh, I learned how to, to put up boundaries and I learned how to kind of have, find my voice. And I wasn't afraid to say, no, you know what? This isn't something I, I really want to do. But, you know, and, and it was okay. It was <laughs> okay. So a lot of learning, a lot of uh, a lot of trials and errors. And, but you know what? It's It's been absolutely amazing. It's been an incredible, incredible journey. And, again, that's why I know that it became my passion to be able to help women, uh, women discover what um, what maybe they'd forgotten. Yes. And I know for me, I, I didn't even know what dreams were anymore. <laughs> I was like, what is that? Oh, my God. Yeah. And now I have dreams. I have aspirations. I have, you know, things to look forward to. Yeah, there's more chapters to the book, obviously. That's right. That's right. And, and yeah. Uh, one chapter is, is coming to a close, and that's we were just selling our house that we've been in for 25 years. Wow. We're, we're, we want to we wanna go smaller, and, yeah, we want to start doing more things. And, yeah, so it's a, it's a new chapter. Doesn't that's mean ex- it's not scary. But oh, <laughs> it's always scary. You think, well, you, you know, right? I'm, I'm old enough. I should be able to handle this, but. Well, right, yeah. That's what we say to ourselves. But you know what? It doesn't matter what our age is. My no. goodness. I passed the 60 now and I still, <laughs> I still have these little irrational fears. I just think, oh my God, what am I doing? Yeah. But that's okay. You'll know when you get there. Oh, yeah. And then you just keep going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. And I, I now can look at when I make a decision, I could look at it and go, well, you know what? If this isn't really what I was wanting or whatever, so you just shift a little bit. You make another choice. You make another decision. It doesn't stop just because it doesn't work out the way you thought it would. Yeah, exactly. That's a, a big piece right there too, right? Okay, so anything else you want to add in there? Oh, my gosh. I think that... We, we limit ourselves and we need to open up and just 
talk about it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I never knew that, you know, it's, it really, it's not about things. It's not about, uh, I just, I find the greatest joy in the simplest of things now. I, yeah, I'm, I'm so much more happier and I, and I think we, we sometimes forget that it's not about the things we acquire. It's not about how much we have because you can have as much stuff and still not find happiness. Yeah. And, and, and finding that internal happiness for me has changed everything. So this is again, something that I, I would love to, to bring to women. And eventually I, I am wanting to expand and I do want to work with men. And yeah, we all, we all get stuck some fashion or another awesome well thank you very much oh you're welcome i thank you thank you so much for for talking with me and and inviting me getting unstuck is um it's, it's, I guess it's something something hard to talk about because it's hard to define. Everybody has their own path that they've been on and, you know, have, have gone through their own life experiences. So I find when we start to look at advice, like I say, like on the internet or magazines or something, we try to fit that advice into our lives um, and making it fit making that stuff fit into what we should be, you know, doing. Kind of like looking outside of ourselves for some really good advice. Most of our really good advice is already within us, especially when you have experiences that are just sitting there, um, ready to be defined as a learning tool. Usually when we go through something, we have um, too many emotions, attached to them so it kind of clouds the usefulness of our experiences so my aha moments um of course when my mother passed I kind of went really numb and I just kind of like fell into a new role in my life that and it's sort of like, you know, the baby bird being like, you know, shoved out of the nest or, you know, thrown into the pool and, you know, you have no choice to swim. So that was my aha, but it was kind of forced on me. It's not something that I went looking for, but I realized that I wasn't too old. I wasn't, it was not too late for me to grow. And that I needed to look back at, the, at my past and not trying to change the past, but actually learn from it and take all of it forward with me. So I'm hoping you really enjoyed this episode. I know that I had a ball just talking with these wonderful ladies. And um, we'll catch you next time when we want to talk about it. Thank you for sticking around and talking about it anyway. 
please subscribe to us so we can talk some more. And visit us at myframeofhealth.com or sexandfries.com. We'll talk soon.